Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. Welcome back. This is Mama J, and um, we're here for Slut Radio. I'm glad you're with me. And don't forget, in our case, slut means sexually liberated, unashamed talk. Now, the first thing I want to discuss real quick, I've got, I've got a list of things to go through real quick. And the first thing was the masturbatory podcast that I did. I listened to it after I was done editing and everything. And actually, I listened to it as I was editing. And then I didn't give it a good listen, a really, really good listen before I released it. And I apologize because I found it just a little bit meh. I guess. I found the stats pretty interesting, but the 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 episode was just kind of meh. So I apologize for that and I just want you to remember this is uh, this is all new to me and I have a uh, a big learning curve. So you guys are bearing with me and I thank you for that. I am also <laughs> trying to learn how to put background music and intro music into my episodes to make it a little bit more um I guess interesting or just professional. I don't know. But I'm again, I'm doing these things all by myself. I'm having to consult the YouTube videos, the tube of you and other Google is my friend. So we've got Google and YouTube and they're helping me tremendously. But yeah, I'm still on a learning curve. And I thank you guys for listening and showing me the support that you have for listening and thank you for the love on social media I have several people who have followed me on Twitter I have I think one brave person that's followed me on Facebook so far if you want to reach me I'm going to go ahead and give you my reachable information and I'll give it to you again at the end of the episode that way if you're a first-time listener and you want to come back which I hope you do. I hope you want to come as much as possible. But I'll give you my info again at the end of the show. So you can reach me. Well, my website is slutradio.fun. My Twitter is at slutradio1, the number one. Instagram is slut underscore radio. My Snapchat is just one word, slutradio. My email is slutradio69 at gmail.com. I have a Facebook page, finally. Uh, Facebook is starting to piss me off. It and its sister sites are not very user-friendly. I'm definitely having to figure stuff out. Like I said, consult videos online about how to do this stuff. A lot of it is not intuitive, and I really, really get pissed off with it but I do have a Facebook page at slut radio 96 69 was taken but I should be getting it within about a month so I'll keep you guys posted on that but right now my Facebook page is at slut radio 96 <sighs> and Pinterest and and about Facebook and Pinterest they keep linking my slut radio accounts to my personal accounts and I want to be able to keep my personal stuff personal 
Does that make sense? I mean, you guys don't need to be on my Pinterest looking at my, I have a historical facts page. That's not why you're going to be on my Pinterest. And if you do, that's fine. Anyway, so I'm having a problem with Pinterest. <laughs> and the funny thing is they actually suspended my account because I was overpinning things that were similar. So, of course, I protested, and they reinstated my account, but I can't give you any, any Pinterest information yet. And I also have some shout-outs. My female best-am, you guys have heard me talk about Miles. He's my male best-am. But my female best-am, she's been going through some, some life-altering events, and they haven't been the good kind. They've been sad ones mad ones and bad ones and I don't know if she listens to my podcast uh, she has a, a an extremely hectic and busy life and uh, she's not much into listening to podcasts as far as I know anyway so I, I don't know that she listens to mine but nevertheless I love you baby I love you I love you I'm here for you and I I will always be here for you I love you and now we're going to give a shout out to my daughter because she is absolutely amazing. <laughs> little Mama J's story here. What, what would my podcast be without my little stories? You guys may or may not have listened to my Black Friday special episode. But at the beginning of that, I related to you that the lady who had been my mother-in-law for over 20 years had recently passed away. And for reasons that I will not go into on this podcast because I'm very angry about it, but for reasons that are not my concern, we'll just put it that way, um, the, she, she passed away and then they wait, the people responsible for her decided to wait about two weeks before they had her funeral service and her burial. So that happened yesterday. The uh, funeral service happened yesterday. And due to COVID, it was very poorly attended physically. But the, uh, the, the funeral home, chapel, I, I don't know what, what they called it. But the place where we were for the, the funeral ceremony um, they did have it live online, and a lot of her uh, friends and other relatives that, that decided not to be there because they just couldn't be there due to COVID, um, they were able to watch the service online, and that was fairly well attended. So I'm glad on her behalf about that. But when my daughter and her boyfriend were at the service, yesterday and we decided that the three of us were going after the service we were going to go out somewhere for dinner and so we did and we what we decided to do was Nana uh, that's that's what my daughter always called this particular grandmother Nana had a favorite restaurant in Knoxville that she went to so we decided to go to that particular restaurant and celebrate her because we had cried, uh, we had mourned, 
at before the funeral we had mourned for the two weeks leading up to the funeral and we had in all honesty fumed some about the funeral being delayed which it was not due to COVID that's that's all I'm gonna say her boyfriend and she and I decided we were going to go to Nana's favorite restaurant and celebrate her life which we did after the service we went and we had and this was this was such a habit of hers that the restaurant was actually mentioned in the eulogy that the pastor gave her so it was something that she she really enjoyed doing so we went there and we raised our glasses and we we toasted her we shared good and bad stories about her we laughed uh, we got a little misty-eyed at times. But then my daughter and her boyfriend had to leave. They had to go to a Friendsmas celebration. And that was fine because, you know, she had she had been to the funeral and she'd paid her respects. She had been to dinner with me, or they had been to dinner with me. And we stayed there for quite a while until we were ready to leave. It wasn't like we were rushed to leave. But they were on their way to a friend, uh, not a Friendsgiving, a Friendsmas celebration. So I just went home. And I was fine with that. I, I wanted to get out of my funeral clothes and into my pajamas and, and so on. And, and just kind of have some downtime and think about my former mother-in-law. Because that's what you do after you, you have a funeral for somebody. Uh, is You just naturally think about them. And I was. I was still thinking a lot about her. I was thinking about the happy memories. Because that's where we had started at the dinner. Right? I mean, the funeral is for the sad and, oh, I bawled my eyes out at the funeral. I think I actually snorted at one point because I was crying so hard. Um, I know that uh, my husband's wife, my, my husband, he's not my husband, he's my ex-husband. His new wife actually turned around and glared at me at one point. Uh, she has problems with me anyway, and I don't know what to think about that. So daughter and boyfriend get to the uh, Friendsmas party, and I'm at home, and I, I had a bit to drink and on the way uh, at the restaurant, and I was fine to drive because, you know, I had eaten along with it, and I didn't have that much to drink. So, and I, I know when I've had too much, I was good to drive. So I was home, home, and I, was, I had smoked pot. And I was feeling no pain. We'll just put it that way. And I get all of a sudden, my phone just blows up with texts. And it's my daughter because she has her own text tone. So I recognized, and I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And I look, and I'm going to read you. Let me get my phone here. I'm going to read you some of the texts that I got last night because they were so fucking fantastic. Let's see. So I told her at dinner, I said, I told her I'm doing a podcast and I didn't tell her the name of it. I just said, I'm, I'm doing a podcast now because we were catching up. We don't see each other all the time. And we, so we were catching up and I said, oh, I've been doing a podcast lately and it is, you know, me. And she laughed and she said, yeah. <laughs> and I said, so you may or may not want to listen to it. 
and I'm fine with either. And I did tell her that I told the story of how I told her about sex. And she kind of face palmed at that. She's like, oh, my God. I said, oh, don't worry. I didn't use your name or anything. I didn't tell her the name of the podcast. But I did tell her I'd been doing it. And I t- I, she knows me. And she kind of must have had an idea that it was going to be something inappropriate. So, you know, that's it. And I, I did tell her, I said, some of the episodes are not very sexual at all because my friend Miles just refuses to talk on air about anything sexual. So, and sadly he does. He's, he's, anyway. So my phone blows up with all these texts and I, I open it up and I see the first text from her from my daughter last night, what's the name of your podcast? And then she sent me another one. LOL, never mind, we found it. My friends are fans already. And the laughing, crying emoji. One of them just followed you. And then she sends me another text. It says, my friends say, if you want a live studio audience, they'll volunteer. And then I texted back, OMG, I'm honored and will take them up on it. They and you can come over to Miles's place. And I said, tell them to thank you or tell them thank you and to follow me on Twitter, LOL. And she texts back, what's the Twitter? You also got three of them to follow you. <laughs> so I gave her my Twitter and I told her I was very flattered and to extend that to her friends. And they said, she, she sends me another text. She says, they want to know if you want to adopt four new children And then I have four laughing, crying emojis. And I said, I'm always gathering adoptees, so of course. And then she asked me if I have a picture of my license plate, which my license plate is a specialized plate that says Mom J. I don't have a picture of it, so I need to take one and give it to her. And everyone said Merry Christmas to me. And I told them, Merry, Merry, and listen to the 12 Days of Sexmas, LOL, despite the title, it's fairly normal. So I've got that going for me, and I think that is amazing. So thank you to my daughter. Thank you to her friends. I am definitely going to take you up on that whole live audience thing. And if my daughter has told y'all anything about me, is that I am always adopting other people. So, yes, thank you for the support. Thank you guys so much. Another shout-out. I know this has taken me a long time, but that's me. Okay. I recently had a friend listen to my Black Friday episode and reached out and called me and told me they were going through something similar to what I described as my major depressive disorder episodes. So we talked and we talked and we talked, and I'm, I'm glad that they reached out to me, and I'm glad we talked. I'm glad that... Um, Excuse me, I'm glad they listened to the podcast. And I'm here for you, baby, and I love you. You know who you are. I love you. Another shout out here. I met these people on Twitter, and they have a really great podcast. Cole with a K and Ms. Amanda. They are very sexy people. They are 100% fun. Their podcast is funny as fuck. They give some really good advice, 
and they're, the episodes are very creatively titled, so you can find a podcast to suit your mood. Their website is crazycasba.com, and I'm going to spell that because it's not spelled the way you would think. It's K-R-A-Z-Y-K-A-S-B-H dot com. Now, if you go to my website, slotradio.fun, it also has a link to their website if in the toolbar up at the top and then all the way down at the bottom. So if you didn't get that address or can't understand me with my southern accent, just go to my website and click on them. And my friends, my friends, my friends, I love you guys so much. You've supported me. You've given me laughter and happiness in this very difficult time after, you know, Nana has died. And I thank you for it. And I love you guys. And and they've supported me. You guys have supported me with this podcast and listened to me just talk about it. And, and you're excited for me because I'm excited. And that's what friends do. So thank you guys. I love you. I love you so much. And it's getting to be a tradition, isn't it, that I have to bring up Dave Portnoy in my episodes. So yes, it's time to bring up Dave Portnoy. Yes, I still have the hots for you. I think I'm always going to have the hots for you. I am ready to cover myself in mozzarella and put myself in a New Haven brick pizza oven. So I think and then I'd invite him for a pizza review I think I really think he'd find me just a little bit saucy all right now let's get to the the thick of the show winter most people hate it don't they most people oh it's so cold well you know it is winter and it's cold and you know you're gonna have to get over it And there is the fact that most people will quote, after the cold, the the other reason that people are fond of saying they don't like winter is because it's just too dark. And this is, this is a legit thing. Um, Be on the lookout for seasonal affective disorder and talk to your doctor about vitamin D if you find yourself not feeling quite like yourself. Could be just something that simple, like you're not getting enough sunlight. But I... I, my friends, I am a creature of the night. I like the dark. I like the dark. And it doesn't bother me that it gets dark earlier in the day and stays dark. Uh, In fact, today is the winter solstice or solstice. And today's the 21st of December. It's one of my favorite days of the year because I love the dark. I love when it gets dark early. And people don't like the fact that the trees are bare and the grass is, is not green and the, there's nothing growing in the fields. So everything has kind of a dead look to it. But I love that look. I think it's beautiful. It's stark. It takes it down to just the bare essentials of life. Because that's what the trees and, and the grasses and everything and the flowers, that's what nature does. It just takes the bare essentials of life and hangs onto them. It goes dormant. So it can bloom and so it can be beautiful. And if you look at winter like that through that lens, maybe it's not quite as bad. Maybe you can find it necessary. So give it a chance. But you know... 
one of the things about this cold weather is it's snuggle weather. People call it sweater weather. Fuck sweaters. It's snuggle weather. And you can, there are so many ways to stay warm. Yeah, you can put on an extra layer of clothes. And depending on where you live, you may have to put on, you know, several layers of clothes. Okay. But you can still snuggle to stay warm. And you can, you know, hold hands, even if you have mittens on or gloves on. That's fine. You can still hold hands. Holding hands is fun. And if you're, if you're sitting on the couch with your significant other, get up next to them and snuggle. You know, hands on thighs or if your hands are cold, you know, put them under their butt. Or, you know, if your feet are cold, that's what a lot of, a lot of girls do this to guys. I, I don't know how it works in other dynamics, but this is the dynamic that I'm familiar with. So I know that a lot of girls will get cold, cold, cold feet and they'll, they'll be sitting on a couch at the other end of the couch from their boyfriend, husband, significant other, whatever he is. And they'll stick their feet up under his legs and butt. And eventually, your toesies get snug and warm. And then what is the first thing that this girl is going to do? She's going to start wiggling her toes, isn't she? And then hopefully he's not too involved in the football game that he's watching or whatever he's watching because the TV is going to be on. Hopefully he'll take the hint and reach down and take her little feet out from under him and maybe do something with them, caress them, suck her toes. I don't know. You tell me. Mm. And you can do all these things. If your hands are cold, you can, you can slide your hand into, into your significant other's waistband and woo, make them jump and say, oh my God, your hands are so cold. But what's going to happen? This is sexy. This is playful. And often, if you're doing these things, with your hands and your feet and your your snuggling and hand holding and and so on very often these these things are sexy and they turn into foreplay i mean you know if especially if you've got you know your feet under your your significant other and you know they've got a foot fetish well you know what's going to happen then as soon as those little toes get warm they they may just take them out from under them and just start you know rubbing them and caressing them and and doing all kinds of sensual things to your feet uh, the same thing with your hands they might if you put your hands in their waistband and say oh i'm so cold they could Offer to get your hands warm and then put them on a very, very, very warm place because nobody wants something cold touching their, their pussy or their dick. I can tell you that. No, don't, don't do that. That's bad. Yes, these, these activities can turn into foreplay, which then you go into winter fantasy mode, right? 
because you're sitting there and you're cold, but you're not freezing cold. You're just cold and your feet are cold. Your hands are cold. Your nose is cold. Your lips are cold. And so you slide your feet up under your significant other's bum. All right. Well, Hopefully, your significant other will look at you and say, oh, are you cold? Because why else would you be sliding your feet up under me? If you were flirting, you would, you know, rub them on me or, you know, something. But you're, you're sliding your feet up under me. Are you cold? Well, yes, I am. Would you like to get me warm? That My feet aren't the only thing that's cold. And hopefully... That'll spark a fire in their eyes and they'll start touching you and kissing you and caressing you. And before you know it, you're naked on the couch and you're not cold anymore. You're hot. And so is your lover. Now that's one winter fantasy that starts off just, you know, just being cold, just being cold. So you've got the other, other more traditional winter fantasies, um, like, like in the Christmas song, you've got a one horse open sleigh that leads people, I think, to start thinking not only of a one horse open sleigh, but of a carriage ride and how romantic carriage rides are. And notice that most of these things start off with romance and that's not necessarily always a true thing, but I tend to be a romantic person. So that's just how my fantasies often start off. Your fantasies may be a little bit different than mine, and there's nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with that. So you take your fantasies, especially your winter fantasies, and act on them if at all possible. Hopefully you've got somebody that can, that can help you act out those fantasies. So you've got your, your carriage ride, perhaps, your, your one-horse open sleigh, if you're lucky enough to live in a place that has snow. And if you have somebody giving sleigh rides, hopefully they'll let you have the sleigh because it's more romantic if it's just the two of you. And you can go out somewhere in the countryside and, and maybe there's a full moon. I don't know when the next full moon is. It's not coming up quite yet. But you can go out and enjoy the, the full moon on the freshly fallen snow and how beautiful it is and how chilly you guys are. Hopefully you're bundled up well. But that can lead to some, some sexy time there. I don't know how sexy you want to get if you're in the actual cold air. Uh, that, that leads to another thing, too. Um, oh, and, and the carriage rides. If there is a chance of taking a carriage ride, just do it. I know a lot of big cities have the horses and buggies. If you can, just do it. I think the wintertime would be perfect. So, but that's just me. Also, you, you see these movies, and the one that, that, there's definitely one that falls into, into my mind that um, has some 
trying to be, I guess, sexy scenes. This one's Groundhog Day, this movie. But where Bill Murray and Andy McDowell, uh, one or several of the days, the scene where they're building the snowman and they have the snowball fight with the kids and then they fall down into the snow and then he kisses her. Um, you know, who doesn't think about something like that? Who doesn't think about having a snowball fight and, and, and sexy time in the snow? Building a snowman can be sexy because you're, you're handling balls. Having a snowball fight, same thing. You're handling balls. But, I mean, okay, all, all levity aside there, it is romantic to kiss in the snow, and especially if the snow is falling, it's very romantic, and it can definitely lead to the hand-holding while you're out in the snow, and it could, it could, kissing could lead to a snowball fight, or a snowball fight could lead to, ki lead to kissing. You just don't know which one is going to happen, and, you know, then you get, you get all, all cold, and well, then you go inside and you start taking off clothes. Well, who says you have to stop at just your coat and your boots and your scarf and your hat and your gloves and mittens? And anyway, but there's no reason you should stop just there. Um, there's usually after you come in from playing in the snow, if you don't run right to the bedroom from all your all your sexy playing in the snow you can have your sexy hot chocolate and you can throw some schnapps in there some peppermint schnapps or whatever you like to have with your hot chocolate they make chocolate liqueur you could make it even chocolatier so yeah you've got your sexy hot chocolate and you get warm and you drink the hot chocolate and you you play footsies with your significant other or you start, you take a sip of hot chocolate and then kiss and you can taste the chocolate on him or her and it tastes so good. It tastes even better than it did from the cup. <sighs> and then, well, you have to take off a layer of clothes, right? So you take another sip of hot chocolate and Let's see. Let's say, let's say you've got your long underwear on and a flannel or a flannel shirt or a sweatshirt and a pair of jeans and some socks because you've taken your boots off, right? So you've had your sexy hot chocolate with or without the alcohol in it. And then you've kissed and tasted the chocolate on one another and deepen the kiss because it tastes so good. And then you stop the kiss, you break away, and you look into each other's eyes. And you start unbuttoning the flannel shirt. His, yours, hers, it doesn't matter. But somebody needs to have their shirt undone. Or if your significant other is wearing a hoodie, pop your hands up under that hoodie. Because by now, your hands are nice and warm. So pop your hands up under that hoodie and get a handful of sexy chest, get a handful of magnificent breast, um, whatever you're going to grab a handful of, just grab it and then 
take a time out, take your hands back and take another sip of hot chocolate and kiss again. And see, this can go on until the hot chocolate is cold and you're in the bedroom fucking your brains out or somewhere else. So, you know, you've got your sexy hot chocolate. And what about when you come in from the cold? You've been out in the cold. You've gotten a snowball in the face or snow down your neck or whatever. And... Oh, you know, I did that one time when I was married. The husband and I lived up in the Northeast, and we'd gotten a snowstorm. It must have been about two feet of snow. And we went out for a walk. And we had never been out for a walk in the snow before. And I thought, okay, you know me, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to try and be sexy. Okay. So I threw a snowball at him, hoping that, you know, he would maybe, I don't know, turn around and kiss me. I don't know. I'm like the, the little boy in first grade, liking this girl, I'll pull her pigtails. So that's what I did. I threw a, a snowball at him. Well, he just threw one right in my face. So that didn't go quite the way I wanted. So what I ended up doing, I, I thought, well... If I put a scoop of snow down the neck of his coat and shirt, he'll have to chase me back to the house because I can outrun him. I could at that age. I could outrun him, and we were just just down the road from the house, and so I figured I could outrun him, and he could chase me to the house, get there, slam the door, and we could just go right to the bedroom. Well, it didn't work that way. He got mad at me after I put the snow down his neck, and he stormed off. So I didn't get my sex, and I got a very cranky husband. I don't think he forgave me for that for the longest time. But, okay, so reminiscence aside, so you've been out in the snow, and let's say you've gotten uh, your clothes are wet from the snow. You've been rolling around in the snow if you're a little luckier than I am. And your, your, your lover has chased you back to the house like I wanted my husband to do to me back in the day. And you've kissed and you've had sexy hot chocolate. And you, you've shared that, uh, that moment, that sexy moment in the kitchen. Well... What is wrong with building a fire or starting a fire if you've got a gas fireplace and having some just very passionate, passionate sex in front of the fireplace? Nothing at all wrong with that on a snowy winter day or even just a cold winter day. You don't have to come in from, from the snow for that. In fact, if you live in a climate that's a little bit warmer, say a Southern California or Florida or some parts of Texas, uh, I, I'm very, very bad at geography. Um, but if you live in a warmer climate and your calendar says it's winter and you want to get in a romantic, sexy mood, you can always crank the air conditioning way down low to nice and cold, and you can build a fire in the house. There's nothing wrong with that. 
So make love, have sex, fuck your brains out right in front of the fire. There is, there's, and turn the lights off. If if it's daytime, it's not going to matter so much. You're just there in front of the fire for the warmth. But if it's the evening or nighttime and you've been out playing in the snow and you come in, hopefully maybe you've already had a fire going or you've got a gas fireplace so you don't have to take your take time out from your sexy time to build a fire because building fires is just not very sexy. It's It's just not. I mean, it's not... I guess it could be considered a form of foreplay if somebody's really into fires, but it's typically it's more romantic and building the fire isn't. But if you can come in from playing in the snow and settle down in front of a fire and maybe even have some sexy hot chocolate in front of the fire, you will end up somehow making love, having sex, fucking, whatever you want to call it, hopefully right there in front of the fire. That's always a nice thing. And you know what goes well, especially at nighttime, and especially at this time of year, and I use Christmas as my fallback on this because that's, I celebrate Christmas, and I don't know very much about the other winter holidays. So Christmas is my fallback. I apologize. I'm not meaning to offend anyone by leaving other holidays out. I, I definitely respect them all. There's there's Hanukkah. There's Christmas. There's the winter solstice. Or is it solstice? I don't know. Uh, that's today. We've got Kwanzaa, Boxing Day, even even New Year's and New Year's Eve. But... I use Christmas to fall back on because that's just what I'm used to. And I have, you know, in, in past years, we've had Christmas trees and the electric candles in the windows. You know, we, we have all kinds of, we've got the little plug-in ceramic tree. I, I have all kinds of little things that play Christmas music and things like that. But one of the best romantic, sexy things, in addition to that fire in the fireplace, which you, you really can, you, you, you don't build a fire in the fireplace in summer, so it's a winter thing. It's a fall and winter thing for the most part, and it's for the most part winter. But what makes it even more sexy, to me anyway, is when you've got the Christmas tree all lit up in the same room, and maybe some candles. You don't have to have the candles, but just plug the Christmas tree in and have the fire in the fireplace. And that is a sexy, sexy setting. Um, in fact, that's one of my favorite romantic, sexy type settings. And you know, with all the holidays that I mentioned, celebrating, it, it puts you in a good mood right? I mean, it should. It should. And we celebrate all of these holidays. And then we celebrate, well, Festivus. There's Festivus. I've been rewatching Seinfeld. I had to include it. And in, because of where I live, I live in East Tennessee, part of the southeastern United States. 
it's a thing. We celebrate our college football bowl games. Seriously. I mean, it, it really is a thing, and it, either you get it or you don't. But the, the, all the celebratory things from all the winter holidays and the football and, and the, the coming together of families, because I know you guys are doing it even with the COVID, the coming together of families, we celebrate. And celebrating typically puts us in a good mood. It's, it's like I said, my daughter had the uh, Friendsmas last night. Friends are going to put you in a good mood. So when we are in a good mood, well, sometimes that good mood can turn into sex. And when you're celebrating, think about this one. Now, I know a lot of places are becoming more and more marijuana friendly, especially here in the United States. Um, it's marijuana is becoming legal medicinally excuse me, which I have a, a medicinal marijuana card, but it's also becoming legal recreationally. So you may go to a Christmas party or a Hanukkah party or a Boxing Day party or, you know, a New Year's Eve party, something, some kind of party during the holidays. Yes, you're going to have spiked punch. You're going to have eggnog. But you may also nowadays find more weed to smoke, or you may have edibles, make sure if you're eating an edible that you take care with edibles. One of these days I'll share you share with you a story about the first edibles I ever made. Um, that boy, but these, these things, the alcohol, the celebratory moods, the weed or the possible weed, Sex, hello, these things can often lead to sex. And if you're at one of these parties, depending on where in the world you are, there may be mistletoe or a kissing ball hanging up and uh, you get trapped under it, right? I advise you to kiss whoever you find under that mistletoe or kissing ball. And uh, go with it. Just go with it. I don't, I don't care who it is. Typically, once New Year is over, once New Year's Day has come and gone, most people are ready for winter to be over. All they can say is, it's just too cold. It, there's not enough daylight. I don't like it now that Christmas is over, now that Hanukkah is over. You know, I'm tired of it all. I just want spring to be here. And my one final thought about that is uh, people just bitch so much about climate change. And I'm not going to get into a political discussion about climate change because it is real. But you, you would think... That these people who are bitching about climate change, you'd think they'd be happy that we still have seasons. So embrace winter because it's part of the, the cycle of seasons that we still have. Be happy about that and suck it up, buttercup. Find somebody to play in the snow with. Find somebody you want to have winter frisky time with. Um, if you don't have snow... 
or, or, or like I said, like a tropical kind of climate, if, if you're in a warmer climate, um, like I said, you can bump your thermostat down and build a fire if you have a fireplace or wait for the evening hours and build a fire outside in your fire pit. I don't know. That may have a problem with mosquitoes or bugs. I don't know. But you can definitely still, I don't care how warm it is, you can still hold hands. You can still snuggle. You can still get up under the mistletoe and kiss. You can still have hot chocolate. You can still have your eggnog. And you can do some of that, that kissing and that touching and that, that feeling. And yeah. Yeah. You don't have to have snow or cold. But that's one of the perks of winter. So... Just remember that. Just remember to, to snuggle and be frisky and sexy. And I do remember, please do remember, that the lack of sunlight in our lives, even though I love it, I'm a creature of the night, seriously, the lack of sunlight can lead to seasonal affective disorder. And if you think you're suffering from that, talk to your doctor. And... That leads me into my next thing, and then we're going to close out. Depression, it's there. It's something that I talk about. You know, I have a soft spot for it. During the holiday season, this time of year, a lot of us just put on the happy face that people expect to see. Oh, yes, I'm so happy. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes, you, you just do this. A lot of people just do this and we push down our true feelings because we just don't want to call attention to ourselves. We don't want to be that person standing in the corner at the Christmas party with a black cloud hanging over our heads. We know how to disguise this. We do. Those of us who suffer from depression do. It is a tricky time of year. And I'm just going to ask you if you're on depression meds or antipsychotic meds, any kind of meds for any kind of disorder like this, please take them as, as directed. Make sure you get the meds filled before you run out because some pharmacies keep odd hours during the, the holidays and you want to definitely check how many days worth of meds you've got and get them refilled if you need to. And if you if you think that you have any reason to talk to your doctor, do it. Don't put it off. Just don't put it off. And if you can't talk to your doctor, talk to somebody. And I know I don't know you, but if you suffer from depression, any kind of depression, you and I are related. We are somehow, and I've got you. So contact me. I'm here for you. So as the weather gets colder, remember, just grab somebody and snuggle in. And maybe, just maybe, you can have some sexy time. And if not, remember the masturbatory episode and have some sexy time with yourself. Ooh, elf yourself, baby. <laughs> All right. 
you can reach me if you need to, if you want to, if you want to tell me uh, some helpful hints, some advice, if you want to ask me a question, and you can ask me anything, and I, I know that I don't have to answer it, but chances are I will. All right, my Twitter handle is at slutradio1, the number one. My Instagram is slut underscore radio. My Snapchat is all one word. It's slutradio. My Gmail is slutradio69 at gmail.com. My Facebook page is at slutradio96. Don't forget, my dears, slut radio is not about being a slut. You can be a slut if you want to. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing. But in our case, it's um, sexually liberated, unashamed talk, which is what we try to do. So remember that. Remember to be unashamed. Talk about sex have some sex. I'll see you next time when we have the obligatory Christmas episode. I'll talk to you then, babies. Bye-bye.